Hello and welcome to the Talking City Extra podcast from the Manchester Evening News. This is going to be Pep Guardiola's pre-match press conference. Now, a bit of a forewarning. It wasn't a lovely long presser like we've been getting recently from Mr. Guardiola. But, alas, he has spoken and he has given us some key updates ahead of City's game this weekend against Leeds United. Now, for anybody who isn't aware... The King's coronation is happening on Saturday, meaning Manchester City's game against Leeds United has been moved. It is now going to be at 3pm on Saturday and will be televised, which is quite exciting, given the fact that in the UK, for those of you listening outside of the UK, there is no, like, you're not allowed to play, to to televise football matches between certain hours of the day, between 3pm and 5pm, which is why a lot of games you'll see are at 12.15 in the UK time or 12.30 on a Saturday and 5.30 in an evening to allow for that blackout to to take place. But the Premier League have been given special, or Sky Sports or whoever it is broadcasting a game have been given special dispensation on behalf of Greater Manchester Police who, who have basically said... You know, we're going to be at full stretch with the evening um, evening nightlife in Manchester and, and everything else that's happening. The game is going to have to be played earlier on. And as a result, Man City versus Leeds is going to be at 3pm and it's going to be on TV. So it's a bit of a historic occasion in the UK, you know, on top of the fact that we've got the King's coronation happening at the same time. So, well, I'm going to be joined by Isaac Johnson once again after the Pep Guardiola press conference. And uh, here we are to preview Leeds United. Now, if you haven't heard the Talking City podcast, or if you're looking for the full episode of Talking City, that is available right now, wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be the podcast that plays before this one, as this is coming out later on in the day. So if you have missed that, you've not missed it, just scroll back one episode and you'll find that. So without further ado, here is Pep Guardiola. Hiya, Pep. Um, could you just update us on Kevin De Bruyne and whether he's going to be fit for tomorrow, please? He trained yesterday. He trained good. Today going to train and going to decide after the training. Do you, after he, he, even if he's not missed that many games, is he a kind of player who could go straight into the starting lineup, or do you have to think about Real Madrid and losing Jazz or missing Jazz one week? Ten days in this stage of the season is not a problem. It's the same what happened with Nathan. So, if he's fit, he can play. How are you looking forward to coming up against Sam Allardyce? He's got obviously got a reputation. You've sp- spoken a lot about him over the last um, two press conferences, but you have a very good record against him. Your teams score a lot of goals against his teams. It's the past. So, always the the impact a new manager in the at the players in the first. One or two games, of course, they are playing. Every 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 team is playing for for important things. But of course, Leeds to stay here, the impact always is huge. I don't know the system is going to play. We don't have any info because we have to adapt quick after 10, 15 minutes. What we can imagine what is trying to do against us, and and again, it's a massive, massive important game for us. Have you got to think of anything about Real Madrid? Uh, no, I, I'm thinking in, in in how 
So it's a lot of games with a lot of tension. You have to see today, yesterday, I saw the team really tired uh, after because the, the mending from uh, Fulham and West Ham was, was so big. And I have to see how the players are, you know, how they recover this again just three days in the previous games and how my, my, my decisions will be focusing in how they are physical and mental to play that game and after Madrid because again it's so Premier League is so nice it's so important tomorrow to go you know four points in front uh, Arsenal and and it's really really important and all focus is, is in the game tomorrow Hi Pep you have big players in your squad how pleased are you with how they've coped with going so far in three competitions. You've had this kind of season before, but to, to do it how you've done it, to come from behind, to chase Arsenal down, how pleased are you with the way the squad has adapted and coped with the pressures of three competitions? Yeah, it was, the, it was one of the first time, like we, we are there. But uh, the fact that we play many, many games during the season, we are used to. So it's not new, and what do they have done? Or we have done being here until the end. We have done in the past, so it's not surprise. But admire my players for the fact that again, again, they have done it. Uh, and we mentioned it earlier. Your team's going to have to adapt on the day because Sam, in his press conference, has not given anything away. He said, "I'll put a team out." There's no idea. How difficult is it to prepare? for a Sam Allardyce leads because it's very different to potentially what a Javi Grazia leads would have looked like. Yeah, that's right. So when you don't have info about the opponent because you don't know exactly what they're going to do, so don't focus much about them and focus more what if you don't have info. So what you have to think about it is think about a new team, analyze West Ham game to help us, you know, to do for the next game and, and that's all. Calvin Phillips got a few minutes off the bench on Wednesday night, but only very few. He must be very keen to play against his former team. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he will be... He's, all, the, all is ready. Every player is ready. So we arrive at the end of the season right now. Again, another, again, doctors, physios, sports science, make an incredible job this season to have the players fit, available. Uh, and we arrive until the end of the season with almost all the players ready. So it's important, really important. The amount of playing time that Calvin's got this season has been a talking point. Do you expect him to have a big role in the, the remaining games of the season? Everyone has to be ready. The contribution in everyone will be important, being a lot of minutes, a few minutes. Really important. Pep, you, you rested Edison the other day. You said he was, he was tired. I was looking at the minutes this season. Rodri has played more minutes than him. Do you think it's a possibility to rest him if who Rodri we see today what I said before so I have to see a training session talk with few players and we we'll see and Edison is ready to to come back he's ready to play like it was against West Ham so tomorrow I will decide Great stuff from Pep Guardiola. Like you said, like I said earlier, it was a short one today uh, after last time, but I am delighted to be joined by Isaac Johnson, who 
is one of the network writers at the Manchester News covering Manchester City. Isaac, you were there covering the press conference. Uh, what, what, you know, we, we've seen Pep or we've heard Pep. What sort of mood was he in and, and you know, how was he? Um, hello, yes. Um, he was very, um, what, what's the word I can use? Very mellow, I guess, is, is the word. I think he knows that he's got a very big few, well, he's got a very big month ahead. Um, he said in the press conference that his players did feel tired after the the Fulham and um, West Ham wins, and um, he said his decisions ahead of Real Madrid, which come up on Tuesday after Leeds and Saturday, um, he said his decisions and selections for the starting eleven for that uh, will be determined on how tired his players are, both mentally and physically. So I thought that was very interesting because. Throughout the title race, we talked about Arsenal and their mentality and their um, their physicality. And uh, Pep mentioned that uh, after the Fulham and West Ham games, that his his players were looking a, a bit dainted. So um, him himself overall, he knows this is the crunch end of the season, um, and he is very much of that winning mentality. Um, let's take each game as it comes. I'm not looking ahead to Madrid, he says. Um, I've got Leeds against Sam Allardyce on Saturday. Sam Allardyce is playing Pep Guardiola for the fourth time in his managerial career. He's got a he's got a score of thirteen to one, <laughs> which is thirteen goals conceded and one goal scored for Sam Allardyce's team. This is also the fourth different team that he'll face Guardiola with. That is a stat from Simon Bykowski, our chief Man City writer. I've not just made that stat up. I've stolen it from Simon. So Simon may have mentioned that already in the Talking City podcast. But, you know, Leeds, Leeds are coming to the Etihad, scrapping for survival. There's been all talk about how much money Sam Allardyce has been promised if he if he keeps Leeds up. Like, what? where do you think? What do you think is going to happen? What is it going to be a cricket score? We know we, we, know we, we said cricket score potentially against West Ham. You know, I'm going to throw it on you. Is this going to be a cricket score or a City going to struggle here? Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to help anyone here and say, who knows? Who knows with Sam Allardyce and, it, and his play? Um, look, I, I think City at home have just been absolutely class. I, I, um, they've hardly lost at home. I think the only one that comes to mind at the moment is, is Brentford in the league that they've lost at home. Um, someone might correct me if, if, they've, if they've lost uh, another game at home. But um, Leeds... From 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 a Leeds fan's point of view, they, they, it's just a case of perhaps keep the score down. But I, I think from Allardyce's point of view, especially in his first press conference at Leeds, um, he, he was like, I am on the same level as Pep Guardiola, as Jurgen Klopp in terms of tactics. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. Obviously, we're expecting a low block. We're expecting lots of defending, lump it up, perhaps. And I know that's their typical, perhaps, but Allardyce's almost sort of confirmed that himself um so it is i think it's going to be a, a possession wise an onslaught from city how many goals they will get we don't know now in pep guardiola's press conference today he said that de bruyne has returned to training he trained he's going to train today and they're going to see after today how fit he actually is and if he can start against leeds now if he does start that is a massive massive boost for city now, City have actually coped quite well without him. I mean, let's let's say that I, I wrote a piece, 
uh, this morning about that, saying that actually by the end of the uh, West Ham game, obviously Haaland grabbed the headlines for the 35 goals, of course, and rightly so. But even if he hadn't, I don't think the story would have been De Bruyne isn't there. De Bruyne didn't play, and that is a, um, a, a massive positive for City. But having him back, having missed the last two games, is a massive boost for them. Um, and he can unlock any defence. So I'm not going to say cricket score, but I am going to say a solid win. I'm go- For me, I'd probably go about 3-0. Another 3-0 after the West Ham game. Do you know what, though? It's comfortable for City. They've got Leeds now, and then um, they, they jet off to Madrid, don't they, on Monday? Calvin Phillips, obviously an ex-Leeds player. Pep was asked, does Calvin Phillips want to play against his old side? And... He said, I'm pretty sure he's always ready. What do you reckon? Do you reckon Calvin Phillips will get a game? It's interesting because, you know, every, I think most City fans now have seen how um, Calvin, Calvin Phillips was when he came on uh, late on against West Ham. Very happy in the knowledge that his five appearances will now get him a Premier League medal um, if, if and should City go on and win the title. Of course, he wants to play against his whole club. Of course, he wants to play every game. But I think there's a difference when it's against the, your former club. But not only that, your your hometown club as well. Um, you could say there's an argument that he will start because he might know the team better. Perhaps you could have said that. But the, if I'm being honest, the Leeds team now is completely different from when he left. Um, so I don't actually think that it, that is a, a reason to start him. I think he'll start Rodri and I think he'll start Stones as the pivot because them two together have been playing absolutely phenomenal together. Uh, they really have, especially John Stones. And, and, you know, the only reason you perhaps might rest any of them is for Madrid. But there's there's another point here about consistency and, and, and keeping the players' uh, fitness topped up in time for that trip to Los Blancos. Um, so... Will Will Calvin Phillips start? I think not. Will he get more minutes than against West Ham? Probably. I think. I think. In, in the ideal scenario, it will be uh, another another Leicester um, ahead of Bayern Munich, where they get the job done in the first half and they take all the, all the key players off. Um, so I think he'll start with a strong lineup, and then um, maybe we'll see Calvin Phillips in the second half. Looking ahead to City's fixtures, so they've got uh, Everton on the horizon. And that was the game that we sort of said could be the the one that, you know, that causes City a bit of a headache, Sean Dyche and everything. But, you know, before that, we've obviously got Real Madrid and then Everton midweek. So do you think City could look at, or Pep Guardiola could sort of put out a, a, a in inverted commas, I say this, a weakened team against Leeds United? Now, the game has obviously been brought forward for the coronation, as I said earlier on, which means that that good, does give City those extra few hours rest you know, which are vital ahead of their trip to Spain. But in terms of if I'm I'm gonna push you for a starting eleven here, you know, who would you who would you put in that team? I would expect Edison back in goal, Ortega played midweek, much to everybody's surprise, but uh, you know, I mean, you might say that he'll play again. What what's your starting eleven? Well I th- I think Guardiola almost confirmed it in this press conference that, that Edison will start again. He was fit um against West Ham and it was just a, a, a simple rest that he was given um so yeah i do think i do think he'll start a, a strong side um I, I again for that consistency reasoning of um you got to keep players 
fitness top top and you've got to keep them much sharp and especially against Real Madrid um, so I, I, I don't see too many changes from the strongest lineup, which for me is obviously Edison in goal and then you've got um, Ikanji, Diaz and Ake who returned against West Ham and scored again <laughs> he has been on the score sheet a few times Akanji but his defensive work is that by the way that is a boost as well because Akanji has been excellent for City this season he's been one of them players that when he came in it was like Ake's a 40 million pound bench warmer and he's actually turned himself into a star he's actually one of City's most key players now isn't he yes he's been absolutely brilliant I've seen him uh, a, a few times uh, a few times in, in person now and his def- I, people think it's been just been this season, but I, I actually argue that um, I remember watching him against uh, Atletico in the uh, quarterfinals against the champ- uh, in the Champions League last season, and he was absolutely brilliant against Joel Felix and Carrasco on the left. Absolutely, uh, it was phenomenal. Um, and so, his his he's probably one of the first names on the team sheet now. Uh, so I'd, I'd definitely put him on. And then, obviously, if De Bruyne is fit, you'd you'd, you'd start him um, in midfield ahead of Stones and Rodri as the two defensive pivots. Um, I'd, I'd say I'd put Bernardo on the right with Gundogan in the centre, and then obviously Jack Grealish on the left for, for who is again he's played brilliantly recently. Um, and then, of course, the big man, Big Erling up front again. Um, how can you drop him? You can't. And he, even, even when you think Guardiola will surely rest him for a big tie, Guardiola never does. <laughs> so I can't see him being dropped, even though you've got Alvarez, who's been playing brilliantly. And it just shows the, the, the depth of the squad that City have got, that they've got on the back. I mean, Mahrez scored a hat-trick in an FA Cup semi-final. He's not started since, and he probably won't start against Leeds either. But is he the big game player? Is he somebody that's going to come in against Real Madrid who's going to be a name on the team sheet ahead of Bernardo? Well, this is it. And I actually, yes, I agree. I think that is what happens. And I think if you go back over the years with Guardiola, Mares tends to play in the Champions League rather than in Premier League matches, um, which is very frustrating for Mares. And he, uh, Guardiola said after the FA Cup semi-final, you know, oh, Mares is always moaning at me. And I can understand why, because Mahrez does get goals. Uh, but in terms of the system they play, uh, it just seems that Pep Guardiola does not preference him, basically. Um, but I guess I actually do think he will start against Madrid. It's a bit of a weird one, though, isn't it? Because if you think about it in terms of what we do for a living, imagine your boss turns to you and goes, Isaac, we're not going to send you to City v Brighton. We're going we're gonna to save you for when City play Real Madrid and we're going to send you to Spain. <laughs> you wouldn't oh, be complaining. You'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, no, no, yeah, no. I'm happy with that. That's fine. But- <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> Excellent stuff. So that is the end of the Pep Guardiola pre-match press conference pod, which is the biggest w- alliteration I've ever spoken, and I got it right for the first time there. We will be back after City demolish, and I'm going to say it, demolish Leeds United and our colleague, Conor McGilligan, who you will have heard on the Talking City Extra podcast, is a big Leeds fan. So his allegiances are split on this one. If you want to listen to him, he talks on a preview of the West Ham game with myself earlier in the week. If you want to scroll back for that, he gives a little Leeds preview. But he will also feature on the Talking City podcast, the official full-bred 
Talking City podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go and check it out. We'll be back very soon. Isaac and myself will be back at some point in the near future. Not sure when yet, but give us a listen. Give us a subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and everywhere else you can possibly imagine. We will soon be on TikTok at the Man City MEN as well. Thank you for listening. We will see you again very soon. Bye.